Capital Draft Radio. Tune in and turn on your happy. We know it's early. Work with us. Live from the ACU of Texas Studios, this is the Kelly Williams Show on Vital Draft Radio with your host, Kelly Williams. All right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, we are here live in the ACU of Texas studio on the Kelly Williams Show. And um, it's going to be a really, really great show today because we're talking about um, something this morning that thousands and thousands and thousands of people um, deal with every day, probably. And Jennifer, you know, um, we're talking about empty nest De- uh, depression or syndrome is what they call it, mm-hmm. which, you know, yep. I used to think, why do they call it a syndrome? Now I know why. But anxiety <clears throat> is very real for so many people. And it's not just about having your kids go away yeah. to college. <clears throat> it's about um, losing someone in your family, feeling alone, or having some big transition in your um in your life Been there. that is yeah that is causing you to feel depressed and um so many people feel this way yeah. um and according to psychology today empty nest syndrome is um not a real clinical diagnosis which some people think i need to go to the doctor maybe he's gonna you know um tell me that i have that Um, Well, it's not a real diagnosis, but it describes a transition period in which many people experience feelings of loneliness or loss. So that does, you know, that does make sense because that's kind of what you go through. And, um, you know, I became an empty nester about two and a half years ago, almost three years ago. You're not an empty nester yet, but your first daughter has actually gone off to school same time my my well, son did yeah and i've also i lost both my parents before i was 22 so i oh, experienced gosh. it on the other side as a, as a child like you said it can be a loss it can be anything like that Wh- whatever changes the family dynamic i think uh can can throw people into emptiness syndrome so in my yeah. opinion yeah, no, no, I do too. And and the, the reason that I thought it was great that you were able to co-host today, because although you're not considered empty nester, you have a child that doesn't live at home anymore. Yeah. And so your whole world, your whole life, your family life has changed. Definitely. And I remember it being hard when Haley, my, you know, my daughter went off to school and I'd cry. I mean, even when she would be home and um, I would be, she'd be home for a little while for summer. And even though she was working all the time and not really home a lot, I still would cry every time she would leave to go back to school. Mm -hmm. And it's just a hard feeling. And even though Paul was still home, I still had a child home. Um, You know, it was this odd feeling and I was just sad yeah you know and so I would tell Paul you know all kind of things and what time are you going to be home and what are you doing and ask him 50 questions exactly and he'd say mom mom you've got to stop and I go I'm so sorry I think you're getting the brunt of me not having Haley home Mm -hmm. you know you're getting all the blah yeah you know yeah and so um do you remember what your feelings were when Merritt went off to school 
Yeah, I mean, I was excited for her because obviously it brings back a lot of memories, you know, from your own childhood or going off to college and there's all this excitement. But in a way, it had that big letdown at the end. It's like, I, you know, my daughter went off to University of Alabama and so we had the big trip out there and we moved her in and everything was great. But when we finally had to get back in the car and go home, Thank you. it was just a weird feeling. I mean, you know, and it's that loss of control, too, because now they're truly out on their own. You're not going to know when they're coming and going. You know, you start worrying more about them being out and driving and things like that. I mean, there were some blessings in it for me, though, in, in a weird sort of way, because we ended up talking almost every day. In fact, I tell people I think I talk to my daughter more now than I did when she was home. Yeah. Um, because she's also out on her own and facing adulthood. And now it's like, oh, wow. You know, I mean, she's not quite to the my mom was right about everything stage, but <laughs> it's um, getting there. But she's starting to get a glimpse of, of some of it. But it was different at home. You know, as my husband said, you know, Sean was like, wow, it's so quiet around here now. Yeah. I mean, even though we have two more at home, it just changed the dynamic. And um, I, I don't know. It was just odd. It's like you were just waiting for her to walk in the door at any moment. And then you're like, oh, yeah, she's off at college. So, yeah, it was difficult. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll catch myself when the kids are home thinking, oh, wonder, wonder what time Paul will be home. Oh, my gosh. Wait he's already back at school, mm -hmm. like fixing dinner or yeah. not sure. It's very odd. I mean, it's after you've been a parent for so long, um, you know, and have children at your home for so many years. It's a it's it's this habit. It's this thing that's kind of hard to break out of. Yeah. You know? and, and I think a lot of parents, too, that I've talked to that either have completely gone empty nest or even have one or two children away from home. When the kids do come back home, a lot of times they say it it kind of creates some tension because you've missed them this whole time and you're like, oh, yeah, you're home. Let's do everything together. And they're like, what? Because they want to go see their friends, Absolutely. you know, that they haven't seen. You know, I know my daughter just came back from a month in Barcelona and she's in the car on the way from the airport to the house going, yeah, I think I'll hang around for a few days, see some friends and I might go to Austin and see some camp friends. And deep down inside, I was like hurt. I was like, well, you haven't seen us in a month. Don't you want to just, you know, but they don't, you know, and that's just the reality of it. I mean, I always think my mother had this great little, um, I don't know, it's like a little pottery thing next to her desk that hung up, you know, it was in the 70s and it was oh, yeah. etched Love or something, yeah. you know, with like a quote on <laughs> it sayings. in brown with like glaze, <laughs> you know, they were all into pottery. I yeah. could just picture her in her macrame, you know, top. But it said there are two things that we can give our children. One is roots and the other is wings. And I always have to stop and pause and I think about that. I remember reading that and thinking, that's pretty cool. I can't wait for the day I have wings, you know, when I was reading it. But now it comes back to me as a parent and I have to remind myself sometimes that we are her roots and in times of trouble, this is where she'll come. But we've raised her and you know, it's time to fly, so to speak. So. No, exactly. And, you know, it's a, we, we want to remind parents who are struggling with this um, or about or feeling like that anxiety, like it's about to happen for me and I'm, I'm already feeling lost. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing that you've raised your child to be independent exactly. and that they're ready to go see what the world has to offer or what college has to offer, whatever they're pursuing on their own. And it's a, it's a, it's a scary feeling and it's a sad feeling. Um, and especially when they come home and they are not spending all their time with you. And it's very odd. It is odd. You know, well, for me, you know, and, and maybe 
I think sometimes, and I know in talking with some of my friends, I feel like in, a, in some ways I deal with it better than some of my friends do because I went through loss as mm-hmm. a child. And I know when I had my first child, when I had Merritt, when she was born, um, I was really gripped with fear. Like everything kind of came back to me and I, I, I'm a control freak for people who know me. And it freaked me out a little bit because I thought, oh my gosh, I'm now responsible for this baby. And what if I don't, you know, I, I thought of, you know, my parents passing away. You know, my dad died when I was 16. My mom died when I was 22. And I thought, you know, what if I'm not there to walk her down the aisle? What if I'm not there to protect her? What if I don't even live to see her fifth birthday? I mean, it was ridiculous. And that for me, and I'm not trying to take anybody to church here, but for me, my faith stepped in. And that's when I really heard that voice say, okay, first of all, this child is not your child. This child is my child, and she's on loan to you. And you've just got to remember at the end of the day, I've got this. And, and I'm going to take care of her just like I've, I took care of you back when you lost your parents. And so for me personally, that's kind of, you know, not to keep using empty nest puns, but that's sort of come home to roost with me um, as a, a adult parent um, dealing with the loss of a child, so to speak, in terms of them leaving the house. I have to remind myself, she's not my child. She's his child. And he's got this, you know. And yeah. Um, and and just surrender that yeah, to a large and, degree. And, and you know what's what's hard. I think one of the hardest things of, of being a parent is that it's always there's always that fear and that worry. Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself, God does not want us to worry. That's right. Or be scared. That's right. Because. We can't control everything, and we are not in control. So true. And so it is a daily reminder when they are off to school, out of your sight, or off to work, or, you know, just start your day with a little prayer Mm -hmm. and ask God to help you be strong enough to not be scared or worried all the time just right. to keep his hand on on your children and but to help you because I mean that's where I found that I was praying almost more for myself that I would stop being so scared and worried about my children Absolutely. that it was affecting my life and then that's when that it almost feels like this blanket somebody I explained it to my husband <clears throat> excuse me that it was like a blanket was over my head. Peace. And yeah. I could and I could not get out or breathe. Oh, 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 yes, <clears throat> yeah. yes, yes. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, saying. I mean, it was before I, I mean, I really got control of it, but it was a horrible feeling. Yeah. Because yeah. I could, I felt like I couldn't breathe. I woke up and I cried for my kids. I went to, I cried during the day just spontaneously. I went to night and cried myself to sleep. Not, this went on for several months. And it was like, I was thinking, what the heck? And I started thinking, is this just me? You feel like it's just you. You, you, you know, do. And it's and, not. And that's where, I, I think that's where, and I don't want to just classify moms because I think dads yeah. experience it too on a different level, but that's where you really need to reach out and look for community. Um, for example, you know, and I know this sounds like a plug, but I was just part of a book called Purpose, Passion, and Profit. Um, and um, I was really honored. It was this collaborative effort, but it was stories of how in times of um, trauma or in times of transition or in times of challenges, that's where people kind of found their personal purpose. And I'm not saying your purpose isn't to raise your children, but when your children are raised and gone, 
you have to look inward again for that next purpose. You have more than one. And if you can find that and maybe pour yourself into the community, you know, lock arms with other moms out there that are experiencing the same thing um, and start really um, taking that, um, you know, I'm not saying you don't want to be focused on yourself because really at this time you do. I feel like even if you don't pray, for example, you definitely want to meditate, okay, which is self-focused, right, about relaxing every part of you. And that'll kind of help you let go of those thoughts of thinking of that child that, that that's gone. But at the same time, I also feel that the best way to get out of any quote-unquote depression is to go help others, go serve others, get in a community exactly. where you guys can participate in something that for even if it's an hour or two a day, you're distracted from that thought of missing your child or missing whatever has changed in that family dynamic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, coming up next, you know, being an empty nester can actually be one of the best parts of your life. Find out why. Connect and watch Kelly and her guest on Facebook Live. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com or search Final Draft Radio on Facebook. Final D-R-A-U-G-H-T Radio. More next. Connect and watch Kelly and her guest on Facebook. What would you like from your bank or credit union? How about a mobile app that makes banking simple? How about free online banking and mobile bill pay? How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. Are you an athlete, a former athlete, or someone who just likes to stay in shape? You suffer with muscle aches or joint pain and are tired of pills and creams that don't seem to work? iCryo Cryotherapy's full body treatments and spot treatments can help you heal faster, feel better, and it's all natural. So there's no age limit, and the best thing, it's affordable. Cryotherapy helps your body to heal from the inside out. Go to iCryo.com today to find a location near you. iCryo will help you give pain the cold shoulder. When was the last time you went to the dentist? One year? Three years? More? Most of us get so busy that we don't go to the dentist like we should. Well, maybe it's because you're not going to the right dentist. Call Dr. Teakin and his staff at Teakin Smiles right here in Link City, 281-334-4944, or go online to TeakinSmiles.com. Because seeing your dentist shouldn't be a pain. To watch and subscribe to us on YouTube, go to VinylDraftRadio.com. Final, D-R-A-U-G-H-T, radio.com. Get some. Back to the Kelly Williams Show, live from the ACU of Texas Studios on Final Draft Radio. All right, we're back. Um, okay, so, so if, you're, if you're just joining us, I'm here with my co-host, Jennifer Moran. And today we are talking about emptiness syndrome and some of the things that a lot of people go through, but why that it can start becoming one of the best times of your life. You just have to kind of give in a little bit on and do some things. But um, Jennifer, what I wanted to, you know, um, tell people is that, in, and we kind of know this, but according to the HuffPost and a Vancouver study, people who are most likely to have empty nest syndrome are the following people. Somebody that's, their identity is wrapped up in being a parent. Yep. which we were talking yep. about, feeling the loss of control over their children's lives. Huge one. Absolutely. <laughs> Have one or only a couple of children. 
I'm a sample of only a couple of children and one children. And we'll answer a question to um, a friend of mine who asked us about single parent. Um, You lack support. You don't have a church you go to. You don't have a lot of friends because you've only focused on your child. Um, You feel the child left too early or too late. That was kind of confusing to me, but too early, I understand. Being young when your kids leave home. And that's a good one. I wasn't a young mom. I was 28 or 29. So I don't consider myself young, young. Um, and then you worry about your child's safety and well-being in the world outside the home. So true. That, that's a huge one. I don't think that ever goes away. I'm no, sorry. Never. So, um, okay. So, um, you know, one. I just want to talk about we were we were talking about um, what you can do, right, to help alleviate a lot of that. And one thing that people have to remember: don't be embarrassed to ask for help absolutely and let somebody know you're going through this because Mm -hmm. you've got to have a support system we were just talking about that um before the commercial break that you brought up and that is the to me that's one of the biggest yeah you know well you have to have that community and that support i think that's huge i mean i always say too that you you should reach out if if you're struggling or you're having issues you know i think we we do live in this you know social media instagram world where everybody tries to portray this perfect persona but at the end of the day it's really our brokenness that connects us and really creates community and that's where people bond in those broken places and so Absolutely. Reach out, get support, find a community of people that are going through the same thing you are and uh, share tips and ideas and things you can do. Absolutely. And, you know, um, the one of the things that um, I did um, two, almost three years ago when my son left for college and then we literally were empty nesters, I was really struggling with it because there was no one home. And I felt like even though I had so much going on right. that I was involved in things, I felt like mm, I was more of a mom first so much that that was hard for me to not yes. have that anymore. And what I realized was that it wasn't just me going through this. And one of our friends, mutual friends, Renee, yeah. Bonnell, yeah. you know, she was dealing with that because she has one child. She's yeah. one of that, those examples of uh, one child. child. Yeah. And so she was struggling to hard with it, too. So we got together and I said, Renee, I want to do something that'll make us laugh and be happy yeah. and maybe help other people. Yeah. So we started videos called The Empty Nesters. I saw that. And, that was so cute. Yeah. And you know what? We would give kind of funny ideas on how to make your house happier and you'd be happier. But some of them, you know, are kind of fun, funny, but real, like get your, um, send them care packages, you know, do things to help yourself. And while you're kind of connecting yourself still with them. them. Yeah. And they'll appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know uh, Merritt loves it when I send her stuff, you know, to college or, you know, anything like that that connects them to home. Because at the same time, sometimes when they're moving out, they're transitioning too. And they have their moments of homesickness. And, you know, it's always nice, like we said before, to give them those roots that way. So that's a great idea. Care packages. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people forget sometimes about that. And kids love getting that. I know. I love getting stuff in the mail. You're never too old to get a care package. No, I want some Anyone care packages. Anyone out there that wants to send me a care yeah, package, exactly. bring it on. I, we will post our addresses shortly right after the show. But, if um, you're outside you know, of Texas, send them spicy ketchup from Whataburger. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Tegan, yeah. good idea. Yeah, spicy ketchup. Spicy ketchup. That's yeah, that true. is a rarity. Yes. Only in Texas, I yes. think. Um, okay, so Jennifer, we were talking, you know, um, I have a friend of mine, Randy. She's asking for tips for single parent empty nesters. Yes. And you actually kind of have some experience with this because you can came from a home where your mom 
your dad had already passed away. Your mom was raising you. Yes. And you were the only one left home. Yes. And so, you know, what are some tips for, well, for Randy? My, my mom was real overwhelmed, um, as I mentioned uh, during the break when we discussed it just a little bit. But my mom had lost her mother, her brother, and my father in the span of four years. She was exhausted. And here she's faced with moi at 16 yeah. years old. Which Uh-oh. If we all, bum, bum, yeah, bum. If we all went back to the future, <laughs> uh, that was a scary place to be to raise me at 16 years old. But... Um, one of the things she did, especially my senior year, um, that I ended up implementing with my own daughter, and and it really kind of um, hammers two points. Um, number one, I think part of it was out of exhaustion on her part, but the other part was really um, kind of tapping into her need for control once I was gone and worrying about me for when I went off to college. So my senior year, and my father was an Army colonel, so we I, I had a very strict curfew most of my life, but when he passed away and during my senior year, year, my mother basically said, you have no curfew. And I know that's a scary thing, but this is exactly what she said. She said, I'm just going to leave it up to you what time you should be home, but here's what I want. If it's going to be past midnight, I want you to call me. And she said, not only did I come home earlier with no curfew, but I called her every single time. She said, and ironically, you probably don't remember this, Jennifer. She goes, but you were home way more than you were away. You tended to invite your friends over more because you felt like you had more of this freedom. She said, but at the same time, when you went off to Texas Tech, that first year that I was at Tech, I took 18 hours. I made the Lambda Sigma Sophomore Honor Society for the sophomore year um, because my GPA was so high. And whereas the rest of my friends went off to college and went like, Woo crazy, crazy yeah. because they were like no parents party yeah and i kind of quote unquote had gotten that out of my system my senior year because i'd had that freedom yeah and mom said it really it really paid off because i got to see while you were home under my own roof how you were going to handle that freedom yeah and whether i could quote unquote trust you um to go off and not only survive but thrive on your own that freshman year in college and it worked quote unquote so well with me that we ended up doing it with merit um and there were some things we caught here and there that we had to tweak with her um before she went off to alabama but her first year at alabama she had a stellar year i mean very high gpa um did great in school um you know just just really had a great freshman year yeah and she's even made comments to me she's like mom i think that was a great idea and i'm going to do that with my kids yeah and so it allows you to sort of see um, what's going to happen when they're beyond your control. And I know, you know, it depends. Everybody's individually designed, obviously, and so it depends on the kid. But And, and you as the parent have to make that decision. <laughs> but as a, as a single parent for my mother, um, it was a good way for her to watch me a little bit and see, um, you know, exactly if all that good child rearing had paid off or not uh, and the choices I was going to make and the decisions I was going to make with that freedom yeah. while I was still under her roof. So, And, you know, um, Randy, um, getting involved in groups and <clears throat> doing more things with your girlfriends. Absolutely. Very, very important. Get, you know, go, um, like we were talking about earlier, go volunteer for something. Even more things, if you're already a volunteer for somewhere, figure out... <clears throat> people that need your help right you know um deliver food to people make some desserts and take them to somebody um that may not have a family here um you know volunteer at the hospital use that energy that you tend to want to focus on your child right um now that they're really no longer home use it to help someone else because it will 
absolutely help you. Right. I mean, we were talking about that. Yep. You know, and experts say that it's important for parents to begin to prepare before be, they become an empty nester. There you go. And which is really interesting. And you think, think about that. That's a very smart way to look at it. And so their their ideas are get involved with groups. Doesn't matter what kind of group it is. Get, I mean, you know, not an illegal group, of course. <laughs> but uh, find a new hobby. Learn something new. Yeah. You know, do more things for yourself. Right. That's moms tend to not want to do that a lot no. we're, we're bad about that yeah well women are we're just wired differently as women yeah for sure i always tease my husband because you know if there's one pickle left in the jar he opens that refrigerator and chomps it right down doesn't worry about it doesn't think <laughs> would someone else want that pickle like you know we as women we like <laughs> agonize i know well i really want that pickle but someone else might want it so should i'll I, leave it yeah should i cut it in yeah. half uh, maybe i'll just have a little bit yeah. and i'll leave the rest for whoever wants it we're so self-sacrificial yes, it's hilarious yeah. it's so true it's so true. And, you know, um, learn something new or start doing something that you used to do before you had children and start doing again. For me, I started my singing again. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it was a lifesaver because I really started performing more and more and more. And it became it. I, you know, I already know it makes me happy. Right. But I was able to I started thinking, oh, my gosh. There's no kids home. Right. I literally can go sing Saturday night, Friday night, so it, Wednesday night. Didn't matter, right? Because I didn't have kids doing homework. We didn't have. We don't have family dinner. There's, you know, my husband and I can be a little bit more flexible. Use that to your advantage, absolutely. Because it's one really can be one of the best things. Um, that has happened in your life. Well, I think you really have to sit down and channel into who were you before you had children? Mm-hmm. What were your passions, right? Um, and in that, you'll find your purpose outside of your children. Um, and I don't think, you know, I think sometimes people are concerned that if they start pursuing their passions in some way, they're quote unquote cheating on their love for their children, but you're not. I mean, in fact, it's just going to make you a better, more fulfilled, more well-rounded um, resource for your children um, as they grow up and grow older. And, um, you know, you're never going to stop being a parent. That's the reality of it. And um, you're always going to be worried about your kids, I think, no matter what age you are and no matter what age they are. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, you do have to go back and find who you were before you had those children. And, um, you know, maybe write down a, 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 an actual list. Um, in fact, you know, my daughter told me the other day, this is just a total side note, but she said, Mom, I've decided I've, I'm going to create a 30 before 30 list. It's like a bucket list, but instead of waiting to do it before you die, oh, that's she's hilarious. like a 30 before 30. And she looked at me and she goes, you could do a 60 before 60. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a whole lot of stuff in nine years. Yeah, exactly. But I'll Thank do you, it. though, honey. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So maybe make your, you know, whatever age yes, you are. I love that. Yeah, make your little quote unquote bucket list. But, that's you know, a bucket great list idea. is so depressing. Yeah. So make it whatever age you are and you've got, you know, maybe if you're 30 or 40 or 50, make it yeah. for the next decade. I love that idea. Merit. Do. Yeah. I love merit. Way to go, Merit. Um, well, you know, and also make make plans to go see your children. Yeah. And if they li- still live at home, but they're away, they, they go to school and commute or whatever, you still don't see them very much and they're, you're, they're still out of your control. Make 
make a movie night plans. Yes. Do something specific so that you can spend some time with your children, yeah. no matter where they are. Um, okay, so and it's a if it's a conscious decision to use this time to have fun and enjoy the benefit of not having children home again. Yeah. Who knows? You might have a naked room now. Ooh. <laughs> Coming to the jungle room. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, like that show failure to launch. It's yeah. hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. Up next, one barbershop is on the cutting edge of the haircut experience. That and more. Next. You're listening to the Kelly Williams Show on Final Draft Radio. Lamont Brands is a veteran-owned business serving the Houston Clear Lake area and beyond. Their in-house capabilities include screen printing, embroidery, rhinestones, heat press transfers and thermal flex design, as well as e-commerce solutions and on-site fulfillment. If you're looking to brand your business through custom apparel and or promotional products, Lamont Brands should be your first and only call. Lamont Brands is located at 920 Gemini in Houston. Give them a call at 281-286-7553 or visit them online at lamontbrands.com. What would you like from your bank or credit union? How about a mobile app that makes banking simple? How about free online banking and mobile bill pay? How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. Prom season, wedding season, homecoming. Get the look you want this year at Muzzy's. Your one-stop shop, Muzzy's has everything you need to look great with the perfect dresses, shoes, and accessories. These events will be unforgettable, so shouldn't you be too? Find us online at muzzies.com or come see owner Lynn Red and her amazing staff. Muzzies, fashion with an attitude. Do you ever wonder how every insurance company seems to boast about having the best rate for you? With so many companies, how is it possible that they can all have the best rate? Well, the reality is they're all telling the truth. Kind of. You see, each insurance company has a different set of target customers that they're looking for, so each company will have the best rate for someone. The challenge is finding the one that likes you the most. Perfect Policy evaluates you through more companies than any other insurance agent, and that's how they find the best policy for you. It just makes sense. More options means better value. Contact Perfect Policy today. Elite Care 24-Hour Emergency Room in Leak City offers all of the services found at a traditional hospital emergency room, but adds very short wait times, a clean and comfortable location, and outstanding service. The goal? For you to see an emergency room physician within 10 minutes of your visit, and to provide you with the best, most comfortable experience while you're with them. Elite Care 24-Hour is located at 2530 Gulf Freeway in Leak City. Call 281-337-7500. When you need good advice and you can't afford a real therapist, just ask Kelly. The Kelly Williams Show. Final Draft Radio. All right, welcome back. Um, before we start the next segment of the show, we do Just Ask Kelly. And every week I answer a question from a, um, an audience listener. And 
Today's segment has been brought to you by Beautiful Anti-Aging Studio and their vein center. And they actually have a doctor that can take care of your annoying spider veins right inside their beautiful med spa. So find out more um, at at Beautiful Anti-Aging Studio. You can find them on Instagram or Facebook and message them for more information. They do a great job there. Okay, so I'm not a counselor, but I do play one on the radio. Um, Today's question is from Rhonda B. She says, Hi, Kelly. I have a family member who is very negative. We have been trying to help her see things more positively, but she always finds something to complain about. Maybe we are going about it the wrong way. How would you handle a family member so their negativity doesn't affect the rest of the family? Rhonda, this is a very common question and problem in a lot of families. There's always seems to be that one person who's really negative. If you have already said something to her and she is still not stopping the negativity, then start agreeing with her. It's almost like she's going against everyone because she's getting attention. So start saying, yeah, that's really horrible. I agree with you. And see um, if that uh, changes with her, because no matter what it is, just tell her you agree how bad it is. And it's all sucky and all bad. Then if it still doesn't stop, have an intervention and remind her of the wonderful things in her life. And if she cannot stop with the negativity, she doesn't get to come to any family events ever until she stops her negative attitude. No one wants to be around that. So Rhonda, I hope that helps you today. All right, guys. It's that time of year um, that people are kind of starting to look good. They're starting to do things because it's school year's coming up. People are um, getting jobs. There's all kind of fun things going on. Wedding season. Um, Well, we are on the show today. We've got uh, Joaquin Herrera. Yes. And Michelle Bailey. Joaquin owns the Goodfellas Barbershop Salon and Spa. Okay, so I loved on your, when I was looking you up to get some more information, you have Goodfellas means good everything. Mm-hmm. I loved that. They combine good conversation, good people, good intentions with a good haircut, good beer, and good company. I don't see how you don't go to this place every day. This <laughs> is you. awesome. Wonderful. So how long has Goodfellas been open? Uh, so we've been in business now for 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, but we started off in 07 in a small little 400 square foot uh, three chair facility. And then as business kind of grew, we just kind of accommodated our, our demand. And as we kind of grew, now we grew into a 4,200 square foot facility with yeah. 11 barbers, seven stylists. Uh, a massage therapist and esthetician, and then of course our management staff. So it's been it's been quite a ride the last ten years. Yeah, that's really amazing. Okay, so how did you come up with the name? Are you a mobster movie fan? Uh, yeah, that's just you know, Goodfellas was my my era back in the day. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it. I thought I like that name. Yeah. So I just consider myself to be more like Polly. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No I love it. No matter what you got to do. I um, know it. Oh no, but uh, but yeah, but you know it's it's been it's been quite a journey. Now, like we launched our sister company, which is the the salon side of things, which is Good Girls Hair Bar, and then our Speakeasy, which has our twelve taps of craft beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're All gonna local. talk about that. Absolutely. Um, okay, so how many locations do you have? Is it one? So we have one now. We're uh, we're constructing our Alvin location as we speak. Uh, that'll open up in October, and I've already signed the lease for our barber college. That'll wow. be uh, some uh, October. 
August of next year, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, that's wonderful. Okay, so um, tell tell everybody where where that location is. Actually, it's on Main Street. Yeah, it's right? on Main Street, right next to Red Oak Cafe and um, Mr. Sombrero. Yeah. Uh, so it's right there on 518, a little bit past Bay Area. If you're coming from the freeway. Yeah, and it's in the Strip Center on the corner, yes, right ma'am. on the corner. So you can't miss it. I'm mm-hmm. um, close to Friendswood. Absolutely. Um, okay, so when did you get the idea for this kind of barber shop? So I've had this concept since I was about 12 years old. Wow. And uh, the, it's it's funny because the guys that I've been cutting now for 10, 15 years, uh, that's been kind of with me through this journey, you know, now it's like they're the most impressed because they're like, Walk, you've been talking about this for 10 years now. And then to finally kind of see it into fruition is almost like um, a confirmation of like all the hard work and, and the years of, you know, late nights and early mornings. Yeah. So it's been such a great ride. Yeah, that's crazy. So Michelle, you know, I've known Michelle now for about three or four years. <clears throat> Michelle is a fabulous uh, masseuse. That she is. Incredibly, incredibly talented. And she actually, you have a place where you're able to book massages yes, ma'am. at Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. And this is crazy. So Michelle, what has been your experience working um, at Goodfellas? It's been really um, great, uh, especially working with Joaquin. First of all, we're not employees. We are family. I love that. And he treats us that way. So um, unfortunately, last year I got divorced and I was having to go back to college. So he has been letting me just um, book appointments, uh, just be on call, and then I can just, I'm five minutes away. And so that has been wonderful and has let me be with my children, get my studying done. And um, he's just been so supportive and I can still work. That's wonderful. So. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat that when you can work for a place that allows you to to do what you need to do. Um, okay, so with both of y'all, what have you found that your customers like most about the the way Goodfellas is set up? I think honestly, it's our our structure. You know, like uh, we just launched our new app where people can book online through yes. our app. Yes, um, we're very time savvy. You know, we're very we try to be as punctual as possible. But I think not for nothing. I think it's the beer, the yeah. beer and the wine. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, Michelle, wh- while you've been working at Goodfellas, what are some of the things that people have told you? You know, just about the whole experience or, you know, what do they tell you about liking to go there? They really liked how um, it's professional but relaxed. And they usually they have some good music playing. It's kind of... Aim more toward uh, the younger crowd, but a lot of my clients are older, and so you know you just you have to walk through the whole place. But just seeing it, they're like, "This is really great." Um, but and the spa, of course, is way in the back, away from the music and the noise and the s- smell of hair products, and so it's very you're going into another world when you go back all the way in the back into the massage room and of course we've got the aromatherapy going we've got the nice music relaxing music and um so and i'm a board certified massage therapist and so people usually don't think how good of a massage can i get going to a barber shop but um it's just really a nice place it's very convenient for me to go it's really close to my house um and so i really appreciate that but um i've been doing massage for 24 years yeah you're amazing seriously incredible <laughs> well and the, the thing is is that a lot of people especially nowadays 
they want to um, they want to go somewhere where it's an experience. Mm-hmm. They don't want just to go have a service done. And if they can find a place that has this kind of atmosphere and experience, and it's kind of almost this fun place that you can't wait to go, that's just a huge bonus to me. That it is. You yeah. know. Um, okay, so what? type of craft beers do you have because that is really cool when i pulled you up on facebook and watched the videos um which i suggest everybody does so you can really get an idea of goodfellas um i loved how everything looked and um it's so much fun to see people just okay i'll you know i'd like a beer and sit there and enjoy it we're waiting for their haircut or they've already had something at the spa or salon or um you know, barbershop end of it, and they can just sit there and enjoy. No, you know? it's great. Yeah, it, it's it's really what's kind of has set us apart yeah. from the competition. And, you know, we've been serving beer now for, I think, five, six years. We just introduced the tap side of things, but the beer is all local. So we only do with the nice. local beers. So Eighth Wonder, Carbach. Uh, I know there's a new one in Alvin that we haven't tapped into, but uh, Backfish and Saloon Door. So I'm just a huge supporter of local. So oh, everything local, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. And especially on the chamber with league city you know i'm always trying to like kind of tap into anything local where i can help and you know a lot of the people i've been so savvy with social media that that's usually what sometimes people kind of reach out to me and ask me for yeah it's just kind of telling them about their content you know how to promote their business and luckily you know it's really helped and it's been able to kind of connect other business owners that do videos and productions with other business owners so the network just kind of tends to grow yeah absolutely i mean that's what's so great about um living or having your business in a a great community Mm -hmm. because it is it's just word of mouth it's everybody has ideas how to help everybody wants to help everybody and it's just kind of a family absolutely you know it's wonderful okay so um what do you specialize in any specific haircuts we do it all so there's uh there's nothing we don't do so we're a one-stop shop from hair color to fantasy color brazilian blowouts haircuts hot towel shaves ultimate beard treatments uh, massages pedicures manicures facials like you name it there's just not a service we don't provide and that's the experience that i wanted to give people where you could actually make this a day because we have people that come from lake jackson (laughs) that come from sugarland and cyprus and they make it a whole kind of like a day experience they get their beers haircut pedicure massage and then they're kind of out the door in a few hours so yeah that's the experience that we were going for because like you said anybody can just offer a service when you offer an experience that's where the value comes in yeah absolutely and and i didn't even realize you had mani pedis mm-hmm. there this is fantastic yeah. you know um i mean this is this is a full service and and what i love about it even though it's you know Goodfellas Barbershop and kind of a little bit more on that name. Mm-hmm. You offer so many things for women. And yeah. like you said, you opened the the woman side of it, the good girls. Yeah, hair bar. Hair bar, uh-huh. which I love that. Yeah. Um, and so tell us a little bit about the hair bar. So the hair bar is probably like um, my, my, the little sister of the shop. Uh, the, the Of course, the shop's been in business now 10 years, but the salon has been like my, my focal point as of right now because the whole part of our experience is that we wanted the whole family to come in you know so we want the mom and the dad and the 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 two sons and their daughter to come in all have a drink at the bar because at the bar we got a saint arnold root beer so we still tried to give that experience at the bar even though you're 12 yeah start them early yeah why (laughs) Why not not? you know this is a social thing come on up to the bar buddy come on (laughs) so 
Um, and what we always wanted was that for the guys to have their experience, and then the salon is a completely separate other room where that's where the women have theirs. And the talent that we have in there, we have over 100 years of experience just in the salon alone. So I knew that with the proper you know, focus and the proper kind of content for marketing, that it was only a matter of time till that salon really started to kind of like grow into its own identity. And it's only been a year. You know, and we're actually trucking it right now. Yeah, that's really, really wonderful. Um, okay, so you've been a barber um, for how long? 20, 23 years. Wow. Yeah. Okay, have you always lived in the Houston area or uh, Clear Lake? No, I'm originally from Miami. Uh, wow. Yeah, I moved here in 96. Um, and it was kind of, it was just a different, I'm a city kid, and then moving to the suburbs. Yeah. It took a lot of, it took about a two years to kind of get adjusted to like, like southern living it's a lot slower yeah uh i remember back in miami in the city you don't make eye contact with people it just kind of oh, it's sad. yeah it just creates like attention but here yeah. it's just it's mandatory you kind of do the head nod yeah and, and you hug yeah we all hug here yeah yeah you yeah. know <laughs> but now now being here i have my family um i do see that this is a way better place to kind of like like raise a family and, oh, and, yeah. and just enjoy like the subtleties in life. And that's kind of where I fell in love with Texas now. So I wouldn't have it any other way. Absolutely. Up next, find out why craft beer, massages, and a wine night are making one barbershop shop a popular hot spot. Need advice? Have a question for Kelly? Reach out to us at VinylDraftRadio.com. Make sure to include the words, Just Ask Kelly, in the subject line. The Kelly Williams Show, Wednesdays at 9, only on Vinyl Draft Radio. Prom season, wedding season, homecoming. Get the look you want this year at Muzzy's. Your one-stop shop, Muzzy's has everything you need to look great with the perfect dresses, shoes, and accessories. These events will be unforgettable, so shouldn't you be too? Find us online at muzzies.com or come see owner Lynn Red and her amazing staff. Muzzy's, fashion with an attitude. When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market better than the back of his hand? John Wilkinson can help answer questions related to obtaining a mortgage lender up to finding and securing the best home for you. John will take your best interests as his own and provide valuable property and neighborhood information that is important to your family. Call John at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at jwgetsitsold.com to start looking for your new home. How's this weekend for you? Simply contact John Wilkinson with Better Homes and Gardens, the real estate agent invested in you. Chuck Sports Bar and Memorabilia in League City is exactly what you picture a hometown bar to be. A perfect place to watch the game with friends, all the while enjoying great food, great drinks, and a friendly staff. Chuck's is also the home of Celebrity Bartender Nights, Open Mic Nights with Robert Del Toro, Karaoke Nights, and more. Chuck's is located at 601 East Main in Old League City and is open Tuesday through Thursday from 4 to 11 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 4 to 1 a.m. Call Chuck's 832-632-1325 or find them on Facebook by searching Chuck's Sports Bar League City. Back to the Kelly Williams Show, live from the ACU of Texas Studios on Final Draft Radio. Closer to you. Don't sit up straight. All right, we're back. Um, we, if you're just joining us, we are talking to Joaquin Herrera, the owner of Goodfellas Fade Shop, Barber Shop, Salon, and Spa, 
in uh, is it in Friendswood? Lake City. Okay, it's in we're Lake City. Border. That's right. You're right on the border. Yeah. I mean, literally right literally. on the border uh, on Main Street. And um, you know what's what's great? They've only had their location there for about a year. No, right? Yeah. Even though he's been in business for about ten years, yes. you said. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's not just a barbershop. We were talking about how this is, you walk in and it's a total experience. You literally have um, the guys area for barbershop that can do any kind of haircut or fade or those designs in your hair. Mm-hmm. We have the good girls hair bar. You've got um, craft beers for people to enjoy while they're there. And um, I saw where you started um, the wine bar um, where you have like, Specials that include a haircut style and glass of wine for $35 on Wine Down Wednesdays. That is crazy. Why do you think it was important for you to include something like this? Uh, Because we did want to. I've always known that price points are the are the first thing that kind of draw people in and then it's our job as a business to close them and show them the value of it so we wanted to kind of have something for uh for the ladies you know like wind down wednesday it's it's one of the slower days of the week and we have a special for uh the shop too which is walk-in wednesdays and that's really what we try to promote is just kind of more walk-ins but also to let people know the experience of get a glass of wine get a haircut and a blow dry and a style and then you know enjoy the rest of your day yeah, I and mean, that's that's pretty awesome stuff right there because um you know being a woman and you know a lot of my friends I mean you want to we were talking about this in the first part of the show you don't want to go somewhere where it's just you're just getting a service done you want to feel like you're having an experience while you're there and that it's enjoyable to go actually um so I think it's really wonderful and that you have a um you can get manicures and pedicures while you're there Mm -hmm. so this is literally completely full service because Michelle can also give you a massage. Mm. I mean, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, we're the first of its kind. And, yeah. And, and we're, we're, we're excited about that because there's the only bad thing is that there's no reference points. Yeah. So everything is kind of a trial and error thing. So, but the curation of it is what's going to kind of be a beautiful thing because it'll be hopefully a model that other people will try to adopt in the future. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think they would be because it, it's, it's just a great business concept. Okay. So Michelle brought up something a little while ago that she was telling us how you help other businesses um, being a business owner. Michelle, tell us really quickly um, before we ask Joaquin to give us details, but tell us a little bit about what's one of the great things about Joaquin you were just talking about. Like I said earlier, he's um, he really sees us as family. He really wants um, the best for everyone. And um, he, you're going to leave there feeling better about yourself and um, that there really are people, not just in business, but they really care. They really want to be of service to you. Yeah. And, and Joaquin, talking about you have this, you started this um, kind of little side venture called Let's Talk Business mm-hmm. because you had other business owners calling you or asking you, can you help me? Can you give me ideas? Can you show me how you're doing some of these things? And you actually took it and kind of made it into a real thing. Um, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So again, I think I, I was reached out by a few people and and I just figured like, you know, what better way? And, and I've always said that business is in the servitude of others. Mm-hmm. And 
I wanted to kind of pass on, you know, because I never wanted to be one that just kind of like receive blessings, but not do something with the other hand. So I feel like the counterbalance to it all is to give back, whether it's through community or charity or whatever it may be. And that was just kind of my way of giving back just a little bit of the knowledge that I've kind of acquired over the last 10 years, because a lot of people, most people that have been in business probably weren't able to kind of like transition into like the social media era and it's played a huge part as far as like seos on google Mm -hmm. you know knowing your demographics from instagram and and facebook and understanding the story side of things it's really showing company culture so what became uh black box marketing you know 20 30 years ago where everyone kept their jewels to themselves now it's become a glass box marketing where now people want to know your employees and they want to know your your settings and they want to see what the day-to-days look like instead of just showing us your product because they end up falling in love with you as a company and then the product is just kind of like more of the cherry on top so that's usually what i do and what i always do is with my let's talk businesses i always bring in i i i I specify on one subject so whether it's social media or marketing or branding but then i bring in two or three um vendors that do it so whether it's my video guy or you know my guy that does my signage and all my stuff and i really try to kind of put people together and why it's important to invest into marketing or anything that's branding related because you have to make a correlation between your business and what it is that you're selling yeah no no i t- completely agree with you and the thing about it is that you're so right how it went from being where people were just buying a product and they really had no idea of the background of it mm-hmm. how it got started they were just buying things yeah. reality tv came along yeah years ago mm-hmm. you know not really that long ago but but i remember kind of when it first started with yeah. like mtv yeah started reality tv where they'd follow these young kids and people started realizing people are like me they yeah. have the same problems and so people wanted to get more personal and they like seeing more about um, who they're dealing with, who they're doing business with. Absolutely. And because it, it connects. I mean, like we were talking about in the, the first segment earlier, mm. um, connecting with people is what really sells it your does. product. Yeah. You it, know? Do, it does because I, you know, I, I manage six accounts like IG, Facebooks and yeah. all that. And it's usually I always get the best feedback or the, the most engagements when it's something personal, mm-hmm. when it's me doing something with the shop or with my family. And that's where I see that a lot of people are more engaged because as a as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, to most people, I may not I may be unrelatable because my life is a thousand miles an hour. But as a family man, as a friend, as a barber, just you know, the camaraderie of just like human interactions, that's where I'm extremely relatable. And then that's where I think that's why I know that I have a personal brand that I have to kind of pump because people do want to know what is associated with my brand and who I am as a person kind of gives that validity and credibility. Absolutely. And and that's what they're getting on your social media. Mm-hmm. They want to they want to peek into who you are. Absolutely. Um, because that's going to make them trust you a lot more. Yeah. And they're going to want to go visit your um, business you know and refer people because yeah. they're going to feel like they know you already and they do they come yeah. in and they're like oh man congratulations just saw you got back from vacation da, 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 da. Yeah. they're they're in tune you'd be surprised and it's i think it's your job to be in tune too because i love when clients come in and my front desk knows everyone's name it's if wonderful they come in. and when they come in like hey congrats on the new house they're like oh I didn't even know you paid attention. Like, of course, it's, that's what social media is about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It exactly. All together. That's right. And it sounds like you have a culture of customer service. Oh, it's, it's um, yeah, it's. Y- 
top shelf. It's yeah, it's everything. It's my cornerstone to my business. Yeah, is customer service. Yeah, and you know, I was always um, in some kind of customer service business, whether I was waiting tables or I was selling something at a store or whatever. When I was in um, putting myself through college, a lot of times, and so. Um, I get aggravated when you walk in somewhere and no one even acknowledges you. Um, They don't say thank you. They just act like you're annoying them because they're on their cell phone. There's no teaching of customer service, it seems like, in very few um, places anymore. So I love, love, love that that is one of the cornerstones of your business because Mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference to people to feel like they're appreciated. They want to know they're appreciated because they don't have to spend their money with you. Mm -mm. They can spend their money anywhere. You know, and so I love that. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. You also have a Goodfellas Fade Shop Rewards app, which I actually downloaded last night because <laughs> I wanted to kind of see what it was about. Tell us a little bit about that. So, you know, that's just our our customer retention program. And I think like most places, you know, you want to be kind of rewarded and valued for the for the money that you do spend there. And that's what we try to do. So what we try to do is just try to like have you like work up to what we call like our golden tux, which is pretty much like every service. So it's one day of pampering and i think it's um it's i think it's a thousand points or something like that and awesome and what we try to do is just try to have people like work towards something so that way there's a goal not only are you receiving a service but you're going to get something on the back end okay really quickly tell people how they can find you uh, so you can find us online at uh, goodfellasfadeshop.com. You can download our app on the uh, Apple Store and Android Market, uh, the Hair Cartel. And uh, you can find us right on 518 in Bay Area. And in October, you'll see us in Alvin. Excellent. Thank you for being here today. Congratulations so on the Thank awesome you. business. And I'm excited to go visit you. Perfect. Okay, everybody, stay tuned for more music and fun right here on VinylDraftRadio.com. To watch and subscribe to us on YouTube, go to VinylDraftRadio.com. Final D-R-A-U-G-H-T radio.com. Get some.